here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. You just talked about the point of law game, which uh, you probably have a hard time actually finding one of those from the 1970s. I don't know where he got this. Yeah. It's in great shape considering that it's old as mold, but <laughs> it's a fun game. I found a game online that could uh, make you very unproductive at work today. Okay. Good. I don't know how good. I stumbled upon need. it. Probably, oh, here's a guy who uh, likes to waste time at work. Let's send him this game and see what he thinks. Mm-hmm. It's called Google Feud. You know how Google autofills when you start to type in a question? Oh, yeah. Sort of suggested what will finish the question. Well, they've <laughs> pulled together a bunch of these in different categories, and then you get points based on if you guess, you know, the top, whatever, five, six answers, for instance. That's kind of fun. Here's what I have up in front of me now. Do fish ever blank? What would I'm going to say Sleep. Sleep. I'm going to put it in there. That was the number two answer with 9,000 points. They got weird point system. Okay. I'm going to go with, uh, I would have thought sleep too, but that was number two. How about, do fish ever poop? Well, I know they do because I've had a fish tank. Well, that's an X. Zero points for that one. I'm going to put get sick. Oh, that was also a, no. We only have one more try here. Do fish ever dream? Oh, sure. No. I don't want you on my team. <laughs> Get thirsty was the number one answer. That's kind of silly. And then okay. stop swimming, get bored. Okay, next round. I want to do another one, yeah. Let's go. Is it okay to eat blank? <laughs> What's your guess? Dirt. Dirt is nobody. No? Not in the top ten. I wouldn't recommend it, but I, I don't know why I thought of that. Okay, no. I'm just going to say this because of, you know, the potential audience. I'm going to say poop. Okay. I don't think I'd recommend that or dirt. Oh, thank God it didn't make I the top I, ten. I bet I do know what it is. What? I bet it's boogers. Because, oh. you know, sometimes oh, yeah. people do. I don't know why they do that. Let's hit enter. No. What? what is on the top? Is it okay to eat eggs every day was number one. Watermelon seeds, raw eggs were up there. Well, these are not fun people. Oh, I guess we need to get a, um, our mind a little bit uh, elevated. <laughs> and these were the <laughs> easy the ones. Gutter. How would Google autocomplete this query? Chocolate flavored blank. I'm going to say cheesecake. Cheesecake. All right, let me see. Is that one word or two? Cheesecake. I would say one word. Cheesecake. Cheesecake. I'm sorry. It's not oh, appeared. Oh. Chocolate flavored. I'm going to go bacon. Mm. Ow! I'm poor at if this If it was game. chocolate covered, I oh. bet bacon would have been, okay. yeah. So chocolate, okay, chocolate flavored. flavored. You got another guess? Why am I drawing a blank here? Chocolate flavored. Do something off of like potato chips. Potato chips. Like off the wall. Uh-uh. That's three. I'm going to go with uh, liquor. No! Okay. What? The top. This is too hard. Coffee creamer. No. No. Now I'm going to start at the bottom. Whiskey, vodka, Well, that's what you cigarettes. said, liquor. That should have I said alcohol. That it, Alcohol was number five. Uh, toothpaste, coffee. Ew. Gum, no. the number one was cigars. I don't like this. Toothpaste, though? Let's go back to that one. There's no reason for that. <laughs> That's gross. 
There's so many categories. You're going to get in trouble for playing this at work today. You're welcome. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Googlefeud.com. <laughs> Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. Pretty soon you have cops knocking on your door. So, Tim, you seem pretty sure of how this went down. How do you know? Wouldn't be the first time cops come knocking on the door. (laughs) I want to back up just a few seconds here because I feel like we breezed over this a little bit too quickly. So what you said was this wouldn't have been the first time the cops showed up at your house, Tim. Like, it was just like a normal thing. Okay. And so I'm wondering, Todd, do you know this story? or I, I don't know. Uh, well, oh. first I want to know how many times the cops showed up at your house, Todd. Uh, yeah, I'll plead the fifth on that. <laughs> okay, I see. Yeah. Okay. Well, there was an incident back in the in Montevideo days. There was actually a, a somebody shot at a house. Hmm. And uh, knock comes at my door, and it's a cop that I knew. Mm-hmm. And she <laughs> says, uh, look, uh, I-, I don't really think you were the one that shot at the house, but your car matches the description, and so we have to ask some questions. Sir, I need to see your hands to do a little gun, <laughs> gun residue, residue swiping, and you're like, right. I, let me just quick uh, go wash my hands. Uh, one second. Where were you on the night of June 21? So, oh, wow, so you were part of the investigation. Yeah. And mm. there was another time. We had just moved there. I had towed out a vehicle from New Hampshire, and it was, uh, remember the Suzuki Samurai is like a little Jeep soft top, tiny version. Mm, okay. The, the year of it was probably the year you were born. Then I traded it in. Well, meantime, somebody broke into that vehicle and stole the stereo. So the cops showed up. I understand you previously owned this vehicle. Can you identify the radio? Well, <laughs> it, yeah, it has buttons and a knob. Yeah. And, I mean, what... But it was an aftermarket, you know, a better stereo. And I knew, I don't remember to today, I remembered what brand it was so that then they were able to uh, identify catch it and the catch the person and say, well, that's and they're like, the stereo. And that's funny that it seems that now you have this radio back in <laughs> not, your possession. Not you thought, me. oh, I sold this vehicle, but I really wanted that yeah. radio back. <laughs> I hated to trade the good radio for crying out loud. Oh, boy, we could do a, a whole topic someday. The, you should the, be on Dateline. <laughs> the, the day the cops showed up at my house. At Tim's. Why did the cops show up at your house? Why always? I'm talking about our listeners. It's not happened to me. Well, <laughs> so bet, I don't know. I'll bet there are others. Text us, 235-1025. Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. Since Laura just had a very big landmark birthday last Friday, if you didn't Huge. hear, you'll just have to guess which one. I'm now 70. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look at day According over. to my neck this morning. 30. <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly, uh, you might find this article uh, fascinating. A record number of 40-year-olds are foregoing marriage. That was pretty close. Yeah. It was a spinster, according to my marriage (laughs) license, if you recall, in Jamaica. Hmm. He's a lawyer. She's a spinster, says the Jamaican government. Thank you for that. (laughs) 25% of 40-year-olds never been married. See, and I would say out of all of my closest friends... Mm Mm-hmm. Of my age. I have some younger that are still in <laughs> my age. But of my old age, I probably was the last one to get married. And yeah. I mean, I guess the definition of a spinster is uh-huh. when I looked it up, someone of 
way past marrying age that is not believed to ever be able to get married. I guess I fit that description, sadly enough. Interestingly, this is from Pew Research. They're pretty reputable. Since uh, uh, 2010, 20% of 40-year-olds had never been married. In 1980, only 6% of 40-year-olds had never been married. Wow. So that's shifting. And I'm seeing that even because now my Mm -hmm. kids, my wife's kids, they're in that age. Some are married. Some are getting married. Late 20s, early 30s. They married later than we did. A higher share of men than women had never been married when you break it down by uh, gender. We can't assume that if someone is not married by age 40, they never will, of course. In fact, one in four 40-year-olds who had not married in 2001 had done so by the age of 60. Oh, well, see, there was still hope for me then if it didn't work out with Alex at 40. But don't worry, we're good. You got in just under the wire. Just in time. You're waking up with Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. Flax seed, is that uh, part of a, a healthy diet, isn't it? I would say flax and chia. You can sprinkle it in your yogurt or your oatmeal. Uh-huh. I like to do it on salads sometimes. You don't even notice it's in there. Okay. Good for you. Flax seed uh, is at the center of this dispute over an emoji in Canada, a farmer emailed, was emailed the terms for the sale of 87 metric tons of flaxseed. The uh, buyer said, please confirm flax contract. The farmer replied with a thumbs up emoji, but never delivered the seeds. A judge ordered the farmer to pay 82000 Canadian, that's about $61,000 U.S., saying the emoji constituted a valid contract signature. Do we have a lawyer in the house? Oh. You know what? I can actually answer that one. Because, what? <clears throat> yeah. We were just talking about contract law the other day because oh, there. <laughs> I know, right? This, these are the riveting discussions around the dinner table yeah. that we have. Don't you wish that you had our marriage? I mean. <laughs> so exciting. Okay. So he found, and it is an old and decrepit looking game, but still very fun. It's called point of law. So basically, it gives you this little blurb of a court case. Yes. And then it gives you four different options that the jury could have delivered. Okay, you yeah. Know? And then you have to determine which of those four the jury came back with. And so a couple of them will be fair verdicts. And so if you if you guess that, you'll get one point. If one is a poor verdict, you'll get zero points if you guess that. And then the other one is the correct verdict, and then you get four. So you can either score four, one, or nothing. And one of them was contract law. And it was basically that if you agree, however that is, even if it's not written, which I got it wrong. I said, well, unless you sign a contract, that's that's not binding. How can that, like, where is the contract? He said, no, even if you just verbally or if you would email or text like, yeah, go ahead. As long as there is something that constituted acceptance of an agreement between business and customer, that that would be a binding contract. Here's what I thought about this case, though, right away. And the farmer says, yeah, that's what I was thinking. So the buyer said, please confirm the flax contract. Farmer replied with an emoji, a thumbs up. To me, I was like, okay, I will. I'll get back to you. I hear you. I acknowledge <laughs> That's what he said. The thumbs up emoji simply confirmed that I received your message. So, yeah, and then I'll get back to you. But the judge said, no, you gave a thumbs up. That's, that's binding. a binding contract. You yeah. owe 
Oh, man. See? Be Look at me. careful. I'm, like I said, I've watched enough court TV. I'm ready for the bar Dude, exam. Just give you a robe and a gavel. <laughs> I mean, You're good to go. <laughs> whack, whack, whack. Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. I got sort of distracted by Google Feud earlier. I the, know. Uh, fun we thought this game. was a movie Monday, but no, it's been a, a board game and an yeah. online game Monday. But I forgot at the start of the show, we said, well, what was the, besides your pierogi cafe? Have you ever had one? I don't know that I have. Oh, my gosh. Dough filled with delicious mashed potato blended with whatever. Sounds like a beef commercial up at the Sunbird Cafe. But then you, I understand you got a little surprise breakfast, too. Um, Yeah, to finish off, so... Saturday. My birthday was Friday, so yeah. I thought that's when all these surprises ended. But apparently there was another one on Saturday, another breakfast. We did not do breakfast in bed for this one. But I did not know that my husband owns a Belgian waffle maker. And we're oh, talking yeah. the hotel quality, pour your thing in, flip the thing, it beeps. I yeah. said, what? Had I known, I might have married you sooner. <laughs> But I didn't know this, so this is a little bonus to this marriage. I now own a Belgian waffle maker. Waited 22 years to find out what are you been keeping secrets from me. Oh, and let me tell you. So he made the Belgian waffle mix from scratch uh, only because he forgot to buy Belgian waffle or well, waffle pancake mix. So I said, it can't be that hard, right? So we Googled a recipe and then frozen berries from the freezer. He made a little oh, boiled down man. compote with some whipped cream. Yes. Yeah. Well, by, by the 41st birthday, it'll be Eggos and yeah. uh, log make your cabin syrup on there. <laughs> I don't impress you anymore. He kept saying, well, this was a big birthday. So I think that means 41 is going to be, he'll forget yeah. that it's even happening. Until yeah. 50 again. So his, yeah. you're saying, the, the hotel ones I picture, they make waffles about the size of plate. a plate. Yeah. yeah. See, I have a flippy one. And it beeps and everything, but it's it's a little smaller. Oh, no, these were big. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, now I have waffle maker envy. I know. Well, Mine's six inches and his is eight. Well, what can I say? <laughs> go big or go home. <laughs> well, it's time it's, to close I mean, the ima- show. Imagine my surprise as a wife when I didn't even know there was a big waffle maker to be Especially <laughs> that big. I know. I we... was like... I'd have married you sooner. <laughs> we better sign off and say goodbye before we get shut down forever on the Q102 Morning Show. See you tomorrow. <laughs> the Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.